Well, welcome out one more time to this wonderful podcast we call Maybe. I love you. Uh, yes. My name is Sean. I'm Dara. And we're here to talk about topics uh, for newlyweds, people engaged, uh, old or, people that... Or... Or... Married. Married. That's right. It's official. <laughs> she said, I do. She had a choice. Now she doesn't. Uh, she is legally bound for the rest of her life. Not mine, because I'm going to live up. I'll live you, I think. But uh, we've already made this arrangement. Uh, <laughs> it's already part of, the, part of the rules. I think I signed something. <laughs> Should we get to the question okay. before we lose all our viewers? <laughs> so um, today's topic, if you saw it at the intro screen, was, is it worth going to a marriage counselor um we might differ on these decisions i say absolutely not because men are perfect but these women (laughs) they need to go to these marriage counselors to know how to treat us Uh as the individuals and the men that we are Uh um but maybe she can convince me otherwise but at this moment, <laughs> you always have to take a different approach. <laughs> I can't. I can't make anything just easy. It's, no. Everything's gonna be a bit of a challenge. No. So, um, I, I guess I'll throw it over there. Here's you, over to your side. Uh, is it worth it? Yes. Okay. So we did a premarital class um, before, and honestly. Originally, I did it because you get a discount in Texas on your marriage license. Yep, that's the reason we If you do a class. And I was like, oh, it'd be good to do a class. And we get a discount. But honestly... How much did you save? How much How much money are we talking here? Like 100 bucks. Okay, that's it. Okay, you know what? Maybe not even. But, I think it was but more like that's, 60. that's totally not the point. The point is, is that you don't know how much you don't know until you do a course. And yeah. It was life-changing. In fact, we've even said every year of our marriage, we'll do something. Whether yeah. it's a marriage retreat or read a book together. Like, we learned so... I don't so, read. I don't, I don't know how to do that. So, so much. You're, you're so silly. And this is like the <laughs> most important part of this whole topic. Okay. So, so well, the books we did. Why don't okay, you talk so about the books the, we did? When it comes to marriage counseling, let's just kind of talk about it in general. So, um, there's different ways you can take marital counseling. There's some online classes I've seen. Um you know, it, there's a wide variety of different types of knowledge getting dropped. Um, the, the particular books that um, we actually, here's fun, is we didn't even go to our church for no. this marriage of counseling. Because, okay, our church only offers it like twice a year. And it's in a big group setting and we missed the cutoff and we were going to be married before the next class. Right. So I just began to research other churches in the area because we're in Dallas and there's a billion churches. And this particular church, which you can talk more about, really caught my eye because... Because it was, yeah, that was, oh, thanks. She she doesn't know sports. Sports. (laughs) I didn't realize that was her motion for throwing. Um, So this particular... church mm-hmm. um and the reason why we chose it was because it had more one-on-one mm-hmm. um you know and and there's something nice with having that kind of intimacy of uh being able to talk to other people and what was cool about this yeah. particular church and this is probably something you should look around when you're looking for a counselor is the the, the counselors or i guess the mentors that mm-hmm. um uh, we got assigned to were similar to us and that's what was really nice too uh, so it wasn't just like some random couple it was a couple that were in a similar situation like 
20 years ago. Right. Yeah. And so well, what I loved about them is I didn't really want a female or a male. Like I wanted both perspectives. Right. And I loved that it was a couple that are actually like living it out and not just like professional therapists, but right. someone who had the desire to mentor. And they both... Um, came or were blending families together, which right. is a big part of our story. So right. we knew we could learn a lot from them. Exactly. So, you know, when we, when we first met up, we went to a, like the first day mm-hmm. and, um, we fell in love with them. Yeah. They're, they're, they're really sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't name drop them just in case they don't want to be uh, harassed by our fans. We have <laughs> quite a few fans in South Korea. Just let you know. Why do you always say that? <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy. There's people in South Korea that are like, I want to know more about this. So for our South Korean fans. They're probably doing like um, the overdub things over you and making you sound even worse. Yeah, they put like a big cat head on me. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, anyway. So uh, so with these particular people, mm-hmm. um, you know, the the husband, he was the non-child uh, bearing individual that came to the group Most men don't. I, yeah, he, okay. he had no he kids. had no children um, but and he was she, also a musician yeah he so was we a loved musician that. and like, then yeah they she were was an artist but mm-hmm. she had a what three kids i think no, two kids i'm not sure i think it was two or three okay. you know, she's probably gonna now watch she, they now they have grandkids yeah so, so we know all about their grandkids yeah, now. yeah but yeah. so what was fun about it was um they could not only we could go through the material which we'll talk about in a minute mm-hmm. um but they could also like throw out real world uh you know scenarios that they dealt with and it was it was cool because one of the things was they never had this material available when they were getting married right and through like a, a majority of their marriage they didn't have this information and they kept just going back to man i wish we would have known, known this that, i wish yeah. we would have known that and it was great for us because yeah. here it is we are you know just you know in love and getting engaged and still planning the wedding uh-huh. and we had this material available for us to um to learn from yeah. and to prepare you know and there there was some stuff that as we were through it uh it was you know, eye-opening it for was sure. and, um and startling I, yeah I, and one of the good points they make and because there was like dvds too that went along with the books is that like a bride spends so long preparing for one day but not as long in that process preparing for the entire marriage right and it's true because like our wedding day was perfect but yeah. It went by so quickly. And now, like, our marriage is for the rest of our lives. So it's like, I'm so thankful that we did our homework. Yeah. And that's it. I think you put it earlier, was right, is is it's like hopping into career without ever going to college. Right. You know, or even taking a class or, okay, it's it's more like when you get married without marriage and counseling. It's kind of like you gave a fake resume for an interview for a job (laughs) saying that you, like, were Microsoft certified. Yeah. And you don't know what PowerPoint okay, is. Okay, so speaking of that, they the first thing they made us do um, before they even paired us with any kind of mentor or partner, the church, had us do this like scope personality um, test. And it shows like all your strengths and weaknesses as a couple, speaking of resume. Yeah. And it was amazing to me like how all our strengths are so similar and then our weaknesses. Like for instance, we're both extremely social. Go figure. We started mm-hmm. a podcast. We're both really good with change, but like we're not so organized. Right. So it really shows us what we need to work on and what would make us great as a couple together and they, they so this was awesome too the, yeah and the big piece was when they they got it it was a couple times they're like ooh, yeah that's not gonna be good for your marriage as they went through <laughs> no, but there was know, a lot that was yeah and that's everybody like yeah. everybody and, and, and so it does way. kind of give you a heads up like hey yeah. uh these are things you really need to focus on in this 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 class I um and um as you kind of head forward you know these are the things so it, they in, in a lot of ways they tailored the material because of the questions and answers we put into those tests and it was interesting right. as far as like 
for us to like review each other's, you know, concerns or what we thought, because, mm-hmm. you know, as much so as I thought we were in line, it turns out she didn't like me as much as I thought no. she did. Okay. That's not true. <laughs> um, but you know, honestly, a lot of our stuff, I feel like we kind of knew, but we would have never wanted to openly talk about them because right. who wants to like possibly start a fight, but by bringing them up in a safe and they were very, they're not biased. You know, they didn't know us before, you know, yeah. a few weeks before we started. So, it was a, we were able to bring up conversations and, and then just blending families with things that we've already been dealing with, with children and, and how do we make that work? And it was just so helpful to hear their perspective of here's what we did that didn't work. And here's what we did that actually helped our marriage. Right. And so then here's some curriculum to support what right. you should do. Right. Um, and so speaking of the speaking curriculum, which, yeah. um, so we'll talk briefly about this. And again, there's probably all sorts of different people that, that have curriculum. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay. So, uh, the, the book uh, is, uh, by, uh, Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley, uh, mm-hmm. and their videos, adorable, <laughs> just adorable. The music, <laughs> just kept going. It was so okay. He's being, okay. He's being sarcastic. It was actually great they were really they were really good. Yeah. Good information. Uh, the music was a little a little annoying. cheesy. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it, luckily it just got over, and then you went to the the information part. Um, uh, but it's called Ready to Wed, um, mm-hmm. and they had all sorts of great information. But uh, if you act now, uh, they actually <laughs> provided uh, a second one, which was uh, the Smart Step Family, and this was a uh, Ron L. Deal. Um, so amazing. It was, yeah. So the, that the two was so of these good. probably could be done individually, but because they know what they're doing in this counseling class, mm-hmm. they put them together. Mm-hmm. And so we took chapters from this book and chapters from this book because it made more sense for kind of encompassing our scenario. Right. Um, and and so it, if you are one that are getting into a step family. Um, where you're marrying in with your kids and my kids or my kids and no kids or, you know, a lot of kitty cats. Yeah, they went through like all the different combinations there could be. (laughs) And there's there's so many. Like 7,000 or something variable. Yeah, it's it's a ton. It was a lot. Bottom line is it's important, um, you know, when dealing with, you know, integrating a step family together, Mm -hmm. uh, this book had so much knowledge uh, to help us understand what we uh, are to expect, Mm -hmm. but also what we're dealing with that we didn't know how to explain. Right. So, um, you know, I strongly recommend both these books. Uh, we'll put the link and all that stuff in there. Um, so, so here's something interesting okay. along with, um, because I gotta be honest, like I've had some really bad experiences with therapy yeah. in general. And so I've kind of always felt like it's a lot of money to invest in a situation that may or may not work out. Right. And when you're dealing with your marriage, it's like, you don't want to go in vulnerable And then it's like they side with one person or there's just a lot of, I think, fears around it. And an interesting statistic is 80% of therapists um, practice couple therapy. So if 80% of all therapists, you know, not all are created equal. So I think it's really important to like not give up on the concept, but also to know that because there's so many therapists and so many of them dabble in marriage therapy, because obviously it's a huge industry you know it's about finding the right fit for you I like said like a perfect pair of jeans like you you've got to know who works for you but it's better to discover that before you have problems because one of the statistics I came across says that the couples wait an average get this of six years after an issue to arise before they'll go to counseling six years and I I I hate to say it I I think there's a stigma with counseling therapy the psychologist all that kind of stuff and you know I I think as the younger generations coming in Mm -hmm. it's more normal for Mm -hmm. these kids 
kids to go to therapy or do this stuff. But I mean, like when I was growing up, it was like, oh, look at the weirdo going to a therapist or right. something. Yeah. You know, it just took tragic events like my parents dying for them to shove me in counseling. All right, that's um, true. And but, but there's you know, this dark sense of yeah, humor. Yeah, so it, it's sad. Um, so it is important, uh, I, I think, to get a head start ahead of it you know and Mm -hmm. because your your stuff is just blissful um you still need this you know and i i I think that's the biggest message we're trying to push um is it is is it worth going to america yes Yeah. yeah and the reason why is because don't wait for your car to be broken before you bring it to mechanic, you know, um, get, and, yeah, get the regular tune-ups, get the oil and, you know, done, get your, you know, get the tires rotated, all those things that we all, you know, we all know, you know, you, you don't wait for your water heater to explode before you fix it. Ouch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that actually happened uh, yeah. to us. But, um, but it, it's, it's important to, you know, get ahead of it, you yeah. know, um, because it is, what's nice about it is, and you know, it, it, I, you've, you've probably done some therapy stuff before you met me and you know um i've done some stuff and they they do teach you some little things um you know actually the the love languages was introduced uh in some therapy class uh, you know or some counseling uh years ago so um those tools are out there you need to you need to grab them while you can um so you're not trying to put your family back together you know, instead you're, you're, you're bonding it before it breaks. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's, that's probably the smartest advice for anybody. But now if your marriage is on the rocks, uh, definitely, uh, get some counseling, uh, so that you can, um, have some tools. I would also say, don't be afraid to research and spend the time versus the money to find the right fit for your marriage. Because I think there's nothing more frustrating. Like For instance, a little bit of a side note, but when my best friend passed away, I went to therapy and the lady that I originally first went to, she was just, no offense, but she didn't, I'm not saying her name. She was terrible. I'll say her name. Yeah. Susan. No, it wasn't Susan. (laughs) She was terrible and it made it feel so much more like heightened. And so it's something that I was hoping to have healing from it actually became worse. And so I think with your marriage, like you want to go to someone who's going to give you tools and books and resources, and you're both going to go in feeling like, all right, this is going to be um, a game changer for us versus this is just going to make us look at our marriage and, 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 Regret right. it. You know, you yeah. want someone who's there rooting you on, cheering you on, giving you the right tools. Yeah. And, and, and you know, speaking of, it's like um, sometimes, you know, I remember taking some counseling when I was younger and it, it felt like you would go in and it was like a countdown clock, you know, and it was like, you know, you got 45 minutes. It's like 44 and a half. Okay. Well, it's time to wrap it up. You know, it's yeah. like, well, I was in the middle of telling you, you know, my homicidal thoughts <laughs> and then there, you know, and so with this particular class we took, um, uh, it, it was a little bit pricey. How much was it? <laughs> free. It was free. Um, <laughs> Which so, is amazing. Yeah, and not only that, but they provided us the books, the curriculum, mm-hmm. and their time. You know, mm-hmm. so if you're telling yourself, "Oh, I don't have the money to do counseling, or we're tight on funds," um, there's it's, definitely it's stuff out there. there. Yeah. So, and it didn't. It wasn't tons of research. You know, there. You just look up. You you put in some keywords. You know, and and what's beautiful about you know the the church, for instance, is. Um, you know, they, they, they're not going to sit there and preach to you. You know, they're not, they're not shoving, you know, the, the message well, as well, far as let's be clear. Some do. I well, mean, we've course. all I, been to those places where they're like, Jesus is the answer. And you're like, yeah, but yeah, how do give we me a little more details like, like this situation? Yeah. But I, I think that's the thing is, is you might have to go through a few. We got really blessed that it just was a great fit. Yeah. And that's because you're saying you didn't have to do that much research, but 
side note, I did a ton of research yeah, to find the right it. person. She always does the but research. But I mean, then it's like you're not going in frustrated after one session and feeling yeah. like, oh my goodness, and, this is going to work And if you are frustrated after a session, keep looking. Keep you looking, know, Keep looking because sure. there's somebody out there that's going to really bring the, the information to you. So. And, and also um, just finding small groups or other people that you respect their marriage or friends that have good marriages. Just surrounding yourself with that is also, I think, a form of counseling and therapy yeah. because you're allowing to you're, yourself to do life with people um, that are similarly... Um, minded yeah you know so there that's there's there's beauty in that too. yeah you it's know not and, always and sitting on someone's couch one of the one of the cool pieces about our mentors is uh, we actually became friends with them yeah. you know and and one of the things they said at the beginning was we we uh, we want to mentor you guys in this this marriage premarital class um but understand that you know our real goal is to be in both your corners mm -hmm. heading forward, you know, and that was cool because it, we understood that, you know, uh, they were listening now, mm -hmm. they could watch us, but down the road, we can still pick up the phone and call them and they understand where we started and what our intentions were and they can kind of bring it back. Yeah. Um, so as far as some of the things maybe you learned from the class, uh, not trying to dive too far sure. into the individual class, um, but you know, some of the things, uh, can you name anything that you really retained from this class that you go, man? And this is something good. Yeah. Um, first of all, other than God, your spouse is the most important person in your life, right. which um, seems like a no brainer. But if you've got children um, through your marriage or before you got married to your partner, um, sometimes the ordering can feel weird. And it's really important to establish like this is a covenant we've made. And then um, if you are part of a blended family or you're dating someone and, and one party has kids, um, they talk about this crock pot analogy yeah. and the, how... The cooking of a family. Yeah, and how... Not Jeffrey Dahmer style. No. Gosh. Oh, you just made it weird. <laughs> now it's not going to sound as profound. But how there's different ways to cook a meal, uh, microwave and different things. And I think for us personally... Um, I bonded so quickly with his kids and everything. It felt more microwave and it felt like, oh, this is going to be easy. And then as time went by, things arise. And yeah. just the reminder of this has got to simmer. This has got to take time. Yeah. We're bringing in different personalities and all sorts of things into this crock pot um, was really reassuring that they said the average time it takes to blend a family is seven years. Yeah, so that's crazy. Yeah. You know, and I wouldn't I, have thought that. Yeah, so that was when, when you, when you start talking about hooking up with, you know, somebody who has a kid, you yeah. know, or multiple kids or two different families with kids and bringing mm -hmm. them together. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not an overnight thing. Um, you know, it, it's, it, they sometimes say it's shortened if the kids are younger. Um, but for the most part, buckle up, you know, <laughs> and I, I think going back to your first point about, um, you know, the number one uh, in the human form, not mm -hmm. the God one, mm -hmm. uh, that's number one. But, um, you know, you know, I remember, you know, talking about it and saying, you know, who, you know, my number one is my, my soon to be wife, now wife. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, some people definitely took this step back, like, well, you know, your kids, but the, here's, here's a good way to look at it is, right. you know, um, your, your spouse is going to probably be your best friend, hopefully, you know, um, and you know, if your kids are taking that number one spot, that's, you know, in theory, great. Okay. I understand why parents would think, okay, my children are the most important, you know, uh, I had them before, you know, I had you or whatever the mindset is. Um, but when these kids reach 18 or 24, cause they're lazy, eventually, 
eventually they're going to move out. Mm-hmm. And then now you have that empty nester and you, you, I've seen it, you mm-hmm. know, where yeah. the, after all this time, these moms or dads have been so involved with their kids and then they move out and they're just like lost. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's like, okay, since you weren't number one for, let's just say 18 years, right. hypothetically, um, now they move out and they start their own lives, get their right. own relationships. They have their own families. Now I'm just kind of picking up the pieces over here with mm-hmm. you, you know, and coming yeah. back going, oh, hey, I know you were my third best friend uh, <laughs> after my two kids. Uh, congratulations, you've been upgraded. <laughs> um, and, and that's that's not a good way to approach it, you know, because the, the, the thing is I'm going to be with her way past my kids living anywhere near me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's important for her to understand that. And then it also establishes the, the like the pecking order, the rules. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the cool things your brother is really good at and his wife yeah. is um, before they make any decisions, he's always like, you know, oh, that sounds like an interesting, you know, idea about going out. Um, well, let me first talk with my wife, you know, and, yeah. and it's just that, that understanding. And that's the same thing with the kids. You mm-hmm. know, when the kids come around, on the corner and they're like hey you know can, can we have you know pizza for dinner you know and my simple answer probably would have been yeah sure i don't give whatever and well let me let me talk to my wife you know let me talk to the stepmom or something to kind of go hey it's important for us to be as a family yeah. making decisions I, I think that's one thing um we did like these little like coasters at our wedding and it's like write your best marriage advice and that was my brother's is to always check with your spouse and without like really making it silly it sounds simple but really it it avoids so much confusion and fights and also it makes sure you're always on the same page with right. your spouse so i think there is definitely something to that that's very valuable i agree yeah I totally agree. Okay. So as far as other information I pulled out of it. Um, yeah. I had something good and I forgot. So, okay. so go for yours because um, it, was, it was really good. I, I, I feel like, you know, one of the cool things was um, making a list, which I still haven't done. I you know, know, me neither. But it's, it's such a good idea is mm-hmm. have a list of all the reasons why you love the other person. Cherish. It's, a college, it's called a cherish. <laughs> cherish list or something. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's important. I'm not, not, not downgrade. I need to get it done. But, you know, uh, um, the, the concept is, is when you are feeling not loved or you know unhappy or you know mad you can just look at that list and go oh yeah I forgot about all these great things that she's great at mm-hmm. um, and these things that make me so happy um, and you can just keep that in your wallet or on your phone yeah. um, so that you can constantly go back to that to just never forget what makes her so special yeah okay and I remembered what I was gonna say um, another thing in the step family book um, is they had this video where they go through and they talk about like, well, let's find an example in the Bible of like a great family. Uh, let's start with Adam and Eve. Oh, nope. Uh, what about Cain and Abel? They're kids. Oh, wait, one killed the other. Um, all right, well, let's move on. And they went through everything. Abraham. Yeah. Moses. Noah. No. It was crazy. Yeah. And so I, I think um, the the hope there is that even the families that God used yeah. were broken and imperfect. And honestly, kind of really broken. A lot of them were yeah. really broken. <laughs> but it was it was kind of alarming. So here's my here's my Bible drop. Um, Bible so, drop. So when it comes to counseling um, and wisdom, I was like, well, look no further than Proverbs because Proverbs is filled with wisdom and there's so many good ones. Um, but it says, here's one, without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. So that's in Proverbs 19, 20, 21. And then this one, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man listens to advice. So, um, and that's uh, Proverbs 11, 14. So just, I mean, and there's so many in Proverbs, but just this idea of like, 
be humble enough to know when you when you need help and don't wait until it's a desperate situation to go get the help it's better to have that built up relationship so then when something goes wrong you both have that safe space to go i, I think it's just it, it's sad how hard-headed people are in this mm-hmm. and i i'm just gonna put it on dudes dudes are really hard-headed um yeah we, but when it comes to like learning the hard way um you know uh, for instance this you know the the ron ron ld deal um and and also this i mean they've dealt with Hundreds, if not thousands, of mm-hmm. couples, yeah. you know, and they've—they, I mean, the, the Ron deal has has literally gone back and had like I think five re-edits of his book, mm-hmm. changing things, adding things to it, um, and it. The reason why is because, you know. They have seen it. Why would you try to learn this all on your own? You know, mm-hmm. like if you're a physicist, you don't try to, you know, figure it out, you know, all by yourself. You start looking at other scientists and what they've already discovered before you even embark on your experiment, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And, and so for people to go, Oh, you know, we don't need it. We're perfect. We all need it. I mean, some need it a lot more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is something, and I guarantee that you're going to be able to take one of these, these classes or the counseling or the group or the walkthrough or video online or whatever that you're going to walk away going, I didn't think about that way. You know, and a lot of it is not really what I'm thinking. It's about Mm -hmm. what you're thinking that I'm too naive to comprehend, you know? Um, and, and so that's, that's what I really enjoyed about all this was uh, as, as, long I'm, I'm old i'm 40 um probably some people are older than me but i don't know any of them they're all old um but um when it comes to you know my thoughts are oh i, I know a lot mm-hmm. and the truth is you know I'm, I'm i'm still an idiot when it comes to knowing how to be the perfect husband and uh but i want to be you know and so i think these these books and these classes and these counseling things and knowledge um gave me like crash course and stuff that I should have known, you know, and and, and it was sad because I think I said it multiple times, like this is, as you say it, it's now seems like common sense. I can't believe I didn't even think of it this way, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, uh, that's, that's all I got on that, but tons of information. I totally agree. Good. (laughs) Um, so I love this, this quote kind of along this line. Um, it says a good marriage isn't something you find. It's something you make and you have to keep on making it. So, you know, I think it's just that constant effort and, and counseling doesn't have to look like a professional. Um, if you can even, if you're blessed, if you can think of one couple you really admire, like we had a hard time thinking of couples we really like would want to be like, but if you have that person in your life, then just say, Hey, we want to take you to dinner and just pick your brain and ask what makes your marriage great. I mean, that's a meal you're paying for, but the information you may get could totally change the way you, um, move forward in your marriage and, and what you learn. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's part of it too, is just being around wise counsel, like Proverbs, um, says in the Bible, like it doesn't necessarily need to look like a professional that you're paying a hundred dollars an hour to. Yeah. And, and you're exactly right. Um, you know, I, I think again, you can be given all the knowledge, you can read all the books, but mm-hmm. it, the practice of it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's, that's another piece of this is, is it's knowing. Ongoing. Yeah. I mean, and, and some of the stuff they talk about, is how to fight healthy you know mm-hmm. some of the stuff they talk about is you know um financing mm-hmm. and uh you know things that you, you, some 
people don't want to talk about, you know, and not we're just like, Hey, fine. Like, how is your money going to be handled? Mm -hmm. Are you going to have a joint account? You can have this. And then with these types of situations, these are things you need to be aware of, you mm -hmm. know, and, and here's how you plan for this. And here's how you plan for that. Mm -hmm. And, um, I, I think a lot of this is just, again, it seems like common sense, but when you, you hear it and they tell you kind of three or four different scenarios, you put it all together and you're like, oh, mm -hmm. I probably would have chosen B when I should have chosen A. And I think one of the things too is if you're going to premarital and not you're not married yet um, and you're young, no offense, you're naive. And so there's just so much to explore. And if you're older like us going... You, like you said, you think you know a lot, but then you've also learned from your own failures yeah. and everyone else's failures you've seen around you. And then it's like, well, what if these are all the things not to do, then what should I be doing? Right. So no matter what stage of life you're in, I think it's just so valuable. And then once you're married, it's that constant effort to keep going and learning more and making that commitment to continue to grow and learn yeah uh, I, I did feel like as we kind of read through some of the books mm -hmm. you know and, and be prepared for this is some of the books are kind of like where you're going huh you know <laughs> you, you know a little well, depressing the, yeah you're <laughs> like man I you know I I don't know if I like this information yeah. you know um and but because we had it when we're in a healthy position in mm -hmm. a healthy spot it allowed us to talk about it and make decisions that I feel are going to be beneficial to us in the back end but I could see somebody hopping into one of these classes mm -hmm. going through all this and realizing man I might be signing up for something that I shouldn't you right. know I'm, I'm not right. on board for this you know I don't like his answers on these things and right. I don't like her you know reaction to these things and you know it, 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 you know, not that I'm saying I want you guys to break up, but <laughs> it, you know, before you do that lifetime commitment, knowing this stuff, mm -hmm. you can make that decision before you're already in. Right. Now you're going to have to live with your decision. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, so I would, you know, strongly suggest taking it and hopefully it's not a problem and hopefully you guys have thought through, but mm -hmm. I could, and there was quite a few moments in that book when I was like, man, I'm glad we're in a good place because <laughs> if we weren't, this would be really affecting us. Yeah. Um, well, and I think the, the reason for that from, I guess maybe a girl's perspective is so much of love in the honeymoon phase, if you mm -hmm. will, or in the beginning is so emotionally based. And a lot of this is addressing logical issues that have or will come up. And so it takes a little bit of the romance out of it. But I think when you work through it, you actually it actually becomes romantic again because you're having to build things that will sustain your marriage. And then it's like, wow, I can see why God has this person for me. Yeah. And so it's beautiful, but it is working through that. And it's not always a fun process, but no. I will say, I think there was only one or two times we would discuss it when we would like take walks at night. And uh -huh. there was only like maybe two times where it was like, oh man, I hate this topic. And one of them was finances. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, but it was like one of those things where it's like, I would never choose to have to go down this path, but I can honestly say I'm really glad we did. Yeah, I so. totally agree. Um, so uh, as far as, um, as far as the class, um, again, just find somebody, um, you know, did you have any more? Uh, Bible drops on this no, one? No, we'll I don't have. Sure. It's okay. all Proverbs. Go to Proverbs, but Proverbs. it just is basically the summary of it. Start at one, work your way to is the end. Find wise people. Um, yeah, and, um, you know, pick people's brains, you know, mm -hmm. um, ask questions. Mm -hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, uh, asking. Um, and sometimes you get some adorable answers. <laughs> sometimes you're going to get some uh, answers that, you know, you go, huh. And it might not even make sense till later. I, I think mm -hmm. my, my brother had mentioned one, and it was like, you know, today was like the... 
the first step of the journey, you know? Oh, he said, um, this was on the coaster again, our little advising. He said, um, that was the easy part. And he was referring to our wedding, right? And now he was is the like, hard part. now is the hard part. Yeah. Now you have to work at it. Yeah. And, and, and that's one of the things that you keep coming back and you, you hear it, you know, relationships are work, but yeah. you really, it is. And, and it doesn't mean it's hard work. You no. know, there's people that have jobs where they love their jobs, sure. but it's still a job, you mm-hmm. know, and you got to invest time and energy. And that kind of goes back to all those love language podcast we made mm-hmm. and all those things you can do to work on it you know if you come in with the knowledge you, you come in with the, the right spirit for the relationship mm-hmm. um you know and, and you work at it um you know it, it becomes so much better you know yeah. and you, you guys probably have have had bad relationships at some point uh whether it was in junior high when <laughs> he dumped you for gale or something um whatever it might be in your little world uh but you know those are things that you know you will continue to get smarter about mm-hmm. um and so you know work through these things you know apply what you learn you know listen to people and um you know just be the best darn husband you can be and be the the greatest wife you can be um you know mom or stepfather or stepmother you <laughs> know and then eventually grandparents oh gosh one day i'm gonna be a grandpa <laughs> oh, i'm getting old um well outside of that do you have anything else on this topic no just definitely do it um it, it started off just like, oh, yeah, that'd be a good thing to do. And we can kind of it was part of a long list of items to do before the wedding. I can honestly say that it was the most important thing. Yeah. Like if we didn't choose the right cake flavor or I forgot to buy bubbles for <laughs> when we're walking, you know, and they pronounce us husband and wife. Who cares? Like it's it's the now that matters the most. And yeah. so I'm just so thankful we did it. And no matter what stage of the journey you're on, um, it's never too late. And the sooner you do it, I think the better and the stronger your relationship will be. Agreed. And I, I think I can speak for myself, but I would probably think I was speaking for you. Sure. I looked forward to the classes. Yeah, you know, I did too. Uh, it helped that we had some great counselors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope you guys can find some great mentors or counselors to help you guys through your pieces. But, um, Oh, I, what's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, sorry. Okay. I was just saying, um, it was enjoyable. It was so, so enjoyable. even, yeah. you know, I had to read, you know, and, um, <laughs> I, which was cool. One of the books, just FYI, <laughs> I, I went to audible.com and I got one of the books on audible. So while I was, uh, working out, <laughs> you know, pressing the iron, I'm listening to how to be a great stepfather. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so you, you know, if you're not the big reader, this stuff's available on all sorts of mediums. So, um, you know, make sure that you, you know, just find something. Mm-hmm. Okay. You were and saying. then, um, give back. Like one thing we talked about yeah. is like how we are so excited to someday do this for someone else. Right. Like that's the beautiful thing is, is like everything you've learned, you can share with someone else. So it's, it doesn't just stop with us. Like our hope would be that someday we can do this for another young couple and same to anyone listening. Like once you have that information and all those tools and you've actually worked through them and applied them to your life then you can bless somebody else with the knowledge that you've received. Yeah. Don't keep it to yourself. Share it, you know? Um, and that's, that's what makes the world beautiful is when people share information and it's good information. Yeah. Not like that, that fake stuff that gets flagged on Facebook. I don't even know what that means. Um, until next time, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, leave your comments and shake, share, and like, and, you know, whatever. Shake. I don't know. What are, what are these kids are saying nowadays? Uh, yeah, shake. 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 Shake, shake your Facebook. Thanks for putting us on Insta Twitter. Appreciate it, guys. Bye.
Always. Uh, I'm just ridiculous. Never a something. 